and, yep. and welcome back. Welcome back uh, to Greenbox Gaming Plays Delta Green <laughs> Impossible Landscapes. Um, for those of you <laughs> listening instead of watching, I'm not sure what to make, but Dace just slowly put on a pair of shades and, and is now staring fucking at, sweet at the ass screen. Shades. I'm in character. You're in character? <laughs> what character? This is my backup character, and his name is Chuck Manbone. <laughs> uh, can you tell us a little bit about Chuck? Uh... He's a whole lot of dude. <laughs> All right. It's a whole lot of man. Uh, that voice you're hearing there, that is our good friend Dace uh, playing Benji Potts. Chuck our... Manbone. Uh, still playing Benji Potts. Uh, Chuck Manbone has not uh, has not manifested yet. Has not emerged. It's not emerged. Uh, I'm also joined by Brad playing Hank Ellis. Yo. I'm joined by Jean playing surprisingly uh, no one would have bet on it. You surprisingly know? alive. Uh, the surprisingly alive Benedict, <sighs> our journalist. And I'm Joe, your handler. Um, man, that last session, guys, that was a, it was a fun, it's a roller coaster, a humdinger. My heart was beating the whole time. Well, good because Benedict because I was alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe, it's not how it works. <laughs> well, what do you? I don't know. Like, do you guys? Like, we've days. Uh, Brad and I have played a good bit of like D&D and some other games John I think you play D&D with us and then this and this is that's really your exposure to the mm -hmm. RPG world of the tabletop RPG world I don't know like what are you guys have you guys had any other encounters with character death in other games and like I don't know like is it, it's some games it's a lot more common like for instance Delta Green Call of Cthulhu that kind of thing it's a lot more common. I don't, I don't think, think I've, I've ever, ever had a character. Uh... Yeah, same. Mm. Oh, okay. I, I'm not sure if I have, now that I think about it. But I guess that kind of goes to, I, can, I think that kind of speaks to the difference in the style of the game. You know, that... Yeah, we honestly just haven't been playing Delta Green long enough. Like, it will happen. 100%. Well, I mean, it, you guys got lucky that last... That last uh, well, I would say so. I mean, we barely handled even, Michelle or whatever. Even the games right. before, though, we got lucky. Like, we burnt down a house. We got, you know, there was a lot. There's a lot of shit that happens, and we got lucky every single time to pull it off. Yeah. This was really lucky. I mean, Madison, uh, our days, or Benji, uh, rolled that, uh, 10. He had a 10% chance. Oh yeah, to succeed, <laughs> to stabilize, Benedict. to stabilize. Benedict. That was crazy. I can't believe I got that. I can't believe you took the chance. I didn't think you were. Going I know to. <laughs> that was <crazy. laughs> before I even knew it. You had rolled it. I was like, Ugh. well, I mean, yeah. I was just trying to think of what Benji would do, like, or what, yeah. what even I would do in that situation. Like, you're in the back seat with somebody who's bleeding out. You got to try to do something. Like, you're not just gonna sit there and watch your buddy die, right? Even if you, even if you accidentally like make it worse. You gotta trust something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, I mean, like, but even um, like, freaking Hank, Hank, oof, like, 
Hank was brought down to 5 HP in one blow, which stunned him. And then this thing, oh, that, this thing's yeah. attack, chance to attack, to hit, is not too shabby. And mm. Hank, he it happened to miss Hank. It is technically possible that Hank could have survived that attack. It is not likely. So even that, I mean, the fact that you still have three party members. This, I will say, this is the most dangerous thing we've encountered across all of our Delta Green exploits. Like, and it just happened yeah. so fast. It's like, it could literally yeah. one shot you. Like, uh, Joe rolled damage on uh, Hank, and it was eleven. If that had been Benji, that's it, over. That's Benji's HP, mm-hmm. dead in one hit. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, and that I think that really goes to the, to speak about the difference of this game compared to other games. And I know I know there's lots of other games out there besides D and D, but that's what we have the most experience with otherwise. Um, but like a lot of your typical your more typical kind of D&D-esque games where you're a superhero, basically. You know, even at level one, you know, imagine a level one uh, player character compared to your commoner villager in D&D. Like, you are, you have godlike power. Like, even at level one, like, you do things that they can't imagine. And you, so you're kind of like, you're the superhero, and, you know, you get all these crazy powers, you know, you know, know, in your upper tiers of uh, play, you're literally fighting gods and stuff like that. Delta Green's not like that. Like, you can learn more things. You can get better at skills. You can... Maybe you can learn some rituals. But even fucking with that, it's like it's a a double-edged sword. But yeah, you're still just people at the end of it. Yeah, you won't find accounting on a D&D player sheet. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is, if it, there's any metric to determine how good a game is, the presence of the accounting skill is definitely one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys, uh, you guys want to roll up, roll back into this? Let's do it. All right. Oh wait, quick question: Have you had yep. any other? Have you have you listened to other podcasts where players have died, and how do they handle? Do it? other Delta Green podcasts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Do they um, do they cry? Because I was I was almost on the verge of tears. Were you? Like at the at the fear of losing uh, Benedict? No, I'm not that attached to him. I don't. I, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> if that was if that was a true thing, I don't mean to like sound like I was making fun of you. <laughs> no. Sorry, that was really no, 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 dismissive no. of me. No, no, no. I, I am great. Great. Radio. I was just excited. Can you? I was excited and prepared to move on. You shed a few tears for us right now. Yeah. Should I not sure have the... saved Benedict? You should have definitely let Look, Benedict die, man. This is all, all on you All now. I have to say is that with Benedict, he would not have gone back. But dude, yes. like, I mean, as a character, he would not have gone back. But you guys did, and you fucking pulled it off. And there were two yeah. of you, and it, that's the only way it would have panned out. How do you feel about your backup character? Like, are you excited to play that character? We don't know anything about it, and I don't think Joe wants us to. No. No, no yeah, we'll for, see. Those, we'll see. for those for those of you listening, um, I am I'm gonna be doing a a character creation session with each of the players, so they can uh, that's just me and them, so that we can you know like hammer out a character, so that the other people don't know about it, but also. Um, 
at any point those characters become introduced, we're going to release that as a Patreon exclusive uh, kind of thing. So something to look forward to for the patrons mm-hmm. out there. But yeah, cool idea. So you guys, uh, let's do let's, it. Let, let's get into it, right? Yep. yep. So you guys are you guys are in are currently in a veterinary office. It's dull and dingy. Uh, it smells like someone probably regularly smokes in this place. Uh, the smell of anesthetic and antiseptics. Um, as these, all the dogs and cats are barking and growling and meowing at you, as you're standing there with um, with Benedict, who's just basically been snatched back from the jaws of death. You guys were eventually recruited by Agent Exeter to investigate the disappearance of Delta Green agents from the Dorchester House and apparently Delta Green Associated um, Mental Health Hospital. And you investigated that and you determined there was some flat foul play and all sorts of things. You were very getting very suspicious of several different people. And you met up with your with your handler, your controller, Agent Exeter, and it became very clear that he had been corrupted. Once you guys discovered evidence of the King in Yellow on his person, you followed him back to his house and you broke in and discovered this mechanical monster that immediately felled of Benedict. You guys had a pretty knockdown, drag out fight with this thing. You did some damage, you know, it's like there's gunshots and Benedict's being pulled out by Benji and Benji at one point in time he like critical fumbles and he falls like as he's like slipping through the blood. Uh, Hank gets smashed and stunned and by complete luck avoids being stabbed through the face just like Benedict. You guys make it to the car and evacuate the area as this machine runs off into the woods across the street (laughs) uh, which is yeah, it's a problem for another day. That's Never to be seen again. Never to be <laughs> seen heard again. Of. And I'm sure it won't come up in this story. <laughs> you guys, um, with the with a really oh God, I loved this. This is like it's kind of a weird thing for it to be one of my favorite parts of that last episode. But I like that Dace was like, hey, I had these black market contacts uh since the in-between time between 1995 and uh 2015. And he rolled a roll, and lo and behold, he knows a mob doctor, a veterinarian, who for the right price will patch up your bullet holes and whatnot. And then Benji's able to stabilize Benedict while they go there. They get there, and the doctor is able to bring Benedict back from 2 HP <laughs> up to uh, up to 4 HP, I believe. And is able to uh, give... Uh, Give old Hank a shot of something to, to get a, give him a little more pep in his step. And here we are in uh, Dr. Abrinovic's veterinary office. You know, it's getting towards like probably like 3 a.m. You know, and he's looking Benedict over. And Benedict, you're sitting there. Your shirt's off. You have this big bandage. Uh, like that's, you know, like a big white bandage that's taped with medical tape on this big wound on your neck. And you guys are looking at Benedict. He's white as a sheet. I mean, he lost a lot of blood. Um, and uh, 
Dr. Brenovic, uh, you know, is like looking him over. He's like feeling his pulse. He goes, the pulse is high. It's because your body does not have enough blood, so it's pumping hard. This is normal mm-hmm. to pass in a few days. Uh, careful with these stitches, he says, as he as he kind of like gives the bandage nerve a look. He says, if you, uh, you get a little too exuberant, you may, you may pull these stitches. Do damage. On, do not mess with my work. Doctor, uh, what, uh, what, what blood type is that little pooch over there? It's <laughs> dog blood type. What? Does, does it match? No, does it, it match my blood type. Dogs have like eight different types of blood types. It's uh, they're not like this. Will, will, it, will it match? And can I? It, how much? It, how much it, for it, that dog's blood? It will kill you. Do you have any pigs? Uh, I was reading the other day. You can put a pig heart in the oh, no, body of a idea. man. No, pigs? I think I think you, you should pigs? leave. I I have. I'm very busy. I, well, I have uh, money. <laughs> oh, I'll pay of you money. for a pig. Speaking of oh. money, <laughs> didn't you, I thought you paid them already? Uh, Benedict. Nope. Well, <laughs> I was told that you had money. Yeah, sorry um, about that. Uh, that's awkward. How many standard funds do you have laying around on your? Oh, sheet? he's still got. Well, actually, he's not gonna tell the person he's negotiating with how many standard funds. Well, he don't has. worry. Thank you very because much. Because last time, your friends <laughs> were made sure to tell him that you were loaded. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so I don't Doctor, think we said he was loaded. We just said he was the one that had the money. <laughs> uh, well, not not to sound uh, ungrateful, Doctor. I do want to pay you what is fair. Um, how can I compensate you for what you've done? With with money. With... Oh, I have art too, <laughs> if you're interested. I don't want to know. I'm not interested. I want money. You don't like? Okay. He tells you he tells you that you basically owe him the equivalent of ten standard uh, funds. Oh, that hurts. It's expensive. Uh, doctor, can we can we organize? I'm pretty sure we're gonna be back. Is there some kind of a loyalty program that we can like a punch work card? With? Yes, I got a neck punch card, and I'm hoping that when I reach three, I'll get a free one. If you want, I could just take the stitches out, and you could. You could go oh, back no, no, your game. But can he legit persuade him, try and negotiate the price down? Do persuade, man! Do persuade. Let's see what you got. Failure! Ooh. Oh. Uh, no, I need... He basically tells right. you he needs a few thousand bucks in cash. Okay. This, this shit doesn't come cheap. So, uh, Benedict is left with nine standard purchases from his 19. Hmm. That's a lot well, of money. Maybe throw in to get some more pain meds from you, doctor. That really uh, helped me out there. Well, you know, I, uh, I think I could, I could give you those for free. I could give you some. Uh... He says I like Benji. You're lucky. You're lucky. I like Benji. And he uh, goes over. He puts you together basically like a kit. All right. He says, oh, you know, sweet. bandages, uh, pain pills. And he like throws a bunch of these. He's like, he's like, do not take these unless you get hurt again. I don't know what you're doing, but uh, eh. be careful. Much appreciated, Doctor. And someone write down on their character sheet, please. Medical. I'll write it down. Okay. 
And we uh, still... doctor, what should we what should we do to recover? You should rest. Mm. Don't do whatever you were doing when this happened. <laughs> I that is my professional opinion. Thank you, doctor. And uh, unless and anyone. Chew- and don't put chew on your stitches either. Who? He's a vet. But up, Dean. Does Benedict come up Benedict with a big cone of shame? A cone. <laughs> he gives you a cone. He's like, all right. Uh, if he, if he, now he might bite at you. He tell, he's talking to you other two. He's like, you know, he might be a little bit snippy if he bites you. It's, it's okay. He's just scared. Is he gonna walk around all funny and lean on walls and stuff and take cute pictures of him? God, I hope so. <laughs> I'll send you some. Anyway, do you guys have anything else productive for Doctor Brinovic? Or uh... I don't think so. All right, right. he doesn't. You guys, I think Benedict. Benedict what? will leave him with his number and say, "Sir, you've done me a great service." If you ever need anything, you give me a call. Yeah. As you guys get in the car and you head back to the hotel, I don't know, like, kind of, like, as you guys are, I mean, you guys were super worried. Like, obviously, like, it was just pure adrenaline for, like, probably almost an hour, you know, as you guys were, you know, you were a you had the combat, you were driving over here, you know, you were standing there, like, trying to help Dr. Obrinovic as he is... Uh, as he's trying to save Benedict, he's trying to uh, close up this big ass hole in his neck. And as the stress of all of this, and especially Benedict, as the stress of having been on death's door all kind of comes to, there are some sanity rules that need to be done. Straight into it, Joe. Yeah, straight in, man. Um, and I, I hate to say this, but I'm looking I'm looking at the chart. I'm looking at the chart that's in the Delta Green rule set. Only one of you really needs to roll these checks. And it is Benedict. Hmm. As the drugs okay. fade away, you know, as the anesthesia kind of fades away and he really realizes what happens, he really has the <clears throat> clearness, the clarity to consider it the sanity damage steps in uh benedict <laughs> so there are there are a few options here i am going Rolf to amnesia you, i'm going to give you the option that's the worst because that's Fantastic. i'm going to give you the most extreme option um because there are two things that happen there is the uh <laughs> sandy loss from being stabbed strangled or shot but then there's the sanity loss for reduced to two HP or fewer. Now, both right. of these things happened all at once. So we're going to go with the worst one. So please roll a sanity check and tell me what you get. Does it feel good to be failure. rolling again? <laughs> so good. So good <laughs> to roll. feel to be a part of the game. I got two failures already. Failure on sanity. Okay. Um, good. Go ahead and roll... So let me let me I need to look at your character sheet just I am quick. at my breaking point so check your persuasion box yeah yes, and make that. sure you guys have checked the things that you failed 
Yeah, so roll 1d6 for me. That is a 1. Oh, you were lucky, my friend. That is Ooh. 1 sanity damage. Would you like to deflect that sanity Absolutely. Damage? All right, Absolutely. who are we going to deflect on? At this point, um, yeah, Papua New Guinea is going to take it. That pigeon, he... Uh, the meaning of life really changes once you've been stabbed in the neck and it really puts into perspective your life choices for the pets it, that you visit that you that you have after getting patched up by a illicit black market vet okay i it's interesting to see i don't know the kind of guy that benedict is he's like you know i just really regret this damn pigeon just, after all this is said and done <laughs> still a sweetheart but all right roll a 1d4 sure please Another? Yep. Shit. That's a one. Alright, reduce your will. Up. Reduce your will your current willpower by one. Damn. Why is your current willpower higher than your maximum willpower? That's not right. That's a good point. That's not right. I'm at changing all. it. I'm changing it to current willpower cool. Um yeah, so, and then reduce one of your bonds to Papua New Guinea. Um, your pigeon that stays at home. Yeah. Wow. You, God, you guys are really lucking out here. <laughs> All right. What? We've, we've so seen we'll some shit, man. We're, we're veterans. Yeah. Oh, and also, go ahead and tick the box. On violence? Actually, no, I don't think so, because you didn't actually take the sanity damage. Oh. Because okay. you didn't actually take the damage. So, no. All right. Well, well, well. You guys make it back to the hotel. As you do, you go upstairs. And I'm going to assume that you do something to vaguely clean up um, as you guys stumble into the Ritz-Carlton. For sure. Uh, you guys make it in. You, you know, you're able to wash up a little bit at the vet's office. And you... As you make it back to the Ritz-Carlton, you're going, you go get in the elevator, you go upstairs to your room. And as you do, there is one of those um, room service trays with the, what is that? What's that dome thing they put over the food? What's that called? Bell There's a word for it. Serving sure. platter, maybe? You know what I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. The little little thing that you oh, put the, on top of the one, right. Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, it like, looks like there's like some food there and it's there by the door um and and it said there's like a little little piece of paper on it a little folded sheet of paper on the hotel stationery there right by your door uh hank picks it up and reads it it says per your request okay so yeah this is inside the hotel right um, yeah, like right, in, like sorry, yeah, right, right inside the door of the of your hotel room. Sorry if I said outside; it's inside. Uh, That's cool. silly for it to be outside. Yeah, I, I thought so, um, but I mean, our handler was a psychopath, so I'm not putting anything past the organization <laughs> at this point. Uh, Which handler? In game, in game. Oh, okay, <laughs> Roger. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's see what's in the trays. You pick open the silver thing, and uh, it looks like a big breakfast. It's a it's a big English breakfast. Lots of mm. beans and toast, 
all of that stuff. Hey, Benedict, start... it reminds you of home. Benedict tucks in. <laughs> yeah, um, starts eating some toast, looks under the tray, I guess. You look under the tray, and there is, if you're surprised to see, a big wooden crate that has been concealed underneath the tablecloth that oh, is okay. over this. Okay. Benji, you mind uh, uh, pulling this off? I think this might be the weapons. Uh, Hank's still sore. He can't really do some heavy lifting right now. <laughs> yeah, sure. Benji will uh, pull the crate out and you know, pry the top off. Yeah. Keep in mind, you guys still do have shotguns as well. Yeah, yeah. Benji pulls out a shotgun and blows the box apart. <laughs> <laughs> Roger. Blow, blow. <laughs> um, you you pull the box out and it's like this big wooden crate. It's got um handles on both sides, uh, like rope handles, and it looks to be like basically nailed shut. And it's covered in all of these like stamps and slips of paper um, that look like shipping invoices from. Like, some of them are in Chinese, like, some of them are English, some of them are in language you're not sure about. Like, just, like, it's... And it's covered with stamps and, like, burned imprints and stuff. It looks like this place has been all... This thing has been all over. Um, If you you take it... And you guys have crowbars or something with you. You guys have some type of kit. You're able to get it open. And inside, you see that there are some rifles. Um, specifically, there are, uh, basically, like, um, military-style M4s, um, that are broken down into their, uh, into their half pieces to fit in the box, and there are three sets, and then down at the bottom of the box, in some straw, are a bunch of magazines and ammunition. Nice. We'll add that to my character sheet, M4. What should I put? One for the damage, one D what? Uh, the damage for these guys are 1D12. Just as the same as the heavy pistol? Yes, but they also have the option to go um, fully automatic, which gives nice. you a reality rating. Okay, cool. And they also have an armor piercing. Ooh, cool. That'll come in that handy. That will be useful, yeah. Not that you guys need armor piercing for anything. Not like you've got any Terminators walking uh, around out there. Well, all right, this is helpful. Um, I Always let's go rip the hunting. In a week. Well, there is something Ten days. for us to discuss, uh, fellas. Uh, I don't know rightly if we can take down that thing anytime soon. Uh, and I am very curious as to what to is in Exodus House. Uh, what is the time frame you've I mean, how exactly are we going to go about tracking this guy down? Uh, that seems to be the mission and very well uh, could lead us closer to Abigail. And she's like, what? Just first of all, what the hell even was that? <laughs> I've never questions. seen nothing like that in my life. Is that from the night floors? Did it escape somehow? What the hell is that? 
I don't know what exactly this man was involved in. He was obviously some kind of insane uh, mechanic of sorts. I don't know where he got the schematics for something like that, but... Well, it seems like some... I don't know, either we spring... Somebody, I'm not putting names or anything, but somebody sprung a trap. And I think somebody should be a lot more cautious next time could've, around. Could have been anybody. If we're being honest. Hank sighed as I... And did I ever say thank you for saving my life, you two? It's yeah. a question. It's very big of... Did no, I ever no, say you it? didn't. You did not. Okay. Um, <laughs> then, noted for later. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Wait a second. So you're saying, did I thank you? All right. Hey, put a pin in it and uh, we'll circle back around. We have more some things to talk about. <laughs> well, so just next time we come a- across any strange <laughs> machinery, let's just uh, not hit it with a sledgehammer uh, before Agreed. inspecting I it. I think we can for- all agree. <laughs> uh,. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I think we're going to get some rest tonight. It is still night. Yeah. No, it's breakfast. Yeah. It's early, early in the morning. Like, the sun's really We not... definitely need to get some sleep, I would think. It's a rest. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I don't know. Does anyone have any ideas about how to actually track? I don't very well necessarily want to go back to the house with that uh, well, well, line we have, thing. We, we would have we a license danger? plate. Which would lead us do to we this know, house, you know. Do we know if Exeter knows where we are? Do we need to start thinking defensively here? I'm not sure how... Uh, I don't know if he's necessarily out to kill us. He's no? Very, he, he's definitely involved How are your ribs in... doing, buddy? <laughs> well, that was his pet, not necessarily him. I'm not... Uh, I don't know how sentient, sentient it was. It could have been a trap, though. I don't know. Dude. Should, we change, now, should, we, should we change now? Should we change hotels? I do like this place, but uh, maybe I would sleep a little bit better knowing that uh, Dr. Barbus didn't know exactly where we were. Benji's already asleep. <laughs> it's, it's too late. <laughs> I mean, imagine all that shit we just went through. Like... No, you guys are exhausted. Are are absolutely exhausted, a hundred percent. Well, maybe we'll just see what what the morning brings, and as as far as the plans go. Take a a rest. Yeah, you guys bed down in your typical um, in your typical spooning formation. Your three three layer spooning uh, formation, Um, and as you. And you know, and uh, Benedict, you know, like Benedict. At one point in time, you get up and like you need to pee, and it's like you're so dizzy and weak that like you almost like can't. Um, but you guys, you guys are able to rest and you eat, you know, your English breakfast. It's a little cold, you know, but you eat it anyway. And you guys rest a little bit. So go ahead, everyone who's missing out on health on hit points, go ahead and make me a uh, contest. A uh, constitution test. And. Success. success. Nice. Two successes. Each of you get one hit point back. 
Um, everyone who's missing willpower, go ahead and roll 1d6 and regain that much willpower. Got a four. Got a five. So I'm actually back up to full. Yep, me too. Good. And we um, can we roll for sanity recovery, no? That's not how it works. But English breakfast for the Englishman. I'd it doesn't. Say. You know, it's comforting, <laughs> but it's not that comforting. Um, Update yeah. our skills. Yeah, and go ahead and click your button to increase your skills, please. Cool. Now, so yeah, so you guys are, like, it's, by this time, I mean, it's probably basically the middle of the day. You guys probably made it back in there about 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. So it's, like, noon, 1 o'clock. <laughs> yep. Well... Yeah. Uh, Do you think uh, old old boy's gonna come back to his house? Should we just post up there with these M4s and ice him? <laughs> fuck him up? <laughs> well, <laughs> as tempting as that is, Benji, I would like to question him before we uh, execute him. Uh, ah, which will torture. happen for what he did to us and his robot. <laughs> what him and his damn pet robot did. We're gonna make <laughs> him hurt. But uh, I do not. Speaking of robots, what happened to the robot? Uh, I love I love the idea that Bennett wakes up. He's like, hmm. wait a second, you guys destroyed the thing that almost killed me, you, you, right? You destroyed it, right? I'm sure. I'm glad we don't have to do that God. again. We we definitely uh banged it up a little bit. I'll say that it could have very well broken down. A couple feet into the woods, but uh, it's pretty. We called it up. in. I think we did our due diligence uh, might, by uh... calling it into the, <laughs> the organization. I'm sure they'll handle it. It's not like they typically just tell us to fucking figure it out. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Should we check in with our friends to see if they handled that situation? We could. All we could. I can tell you right now, I'm not going to find that thing. <laughs> Today is not the day I'm going to go after that robot again. I, I love Agreed. that. It's just like, nope. <laughs> but it would be good to know what the status on the house is without us going back to the house. Because let me tell you, that neighborhood is not very friendly. Well, uh... <laughs> yes, the grandma. Well, yeah, now it has at least one killer robot running around it. <laughs> But picture this, if you will, uh, just, we know, we don't know who this man with the sandwich is on the other side of the line every time we call, but I do not think it would be beyond him once we ask for the status on the killer robot, it becomes our responsibility to find that status out. Fair. Very uh, fair point. Which I do not want that responsibility <laughs> right guys, now. You're like, scratching it's, it. it's like a kid. Who's like knocked over a vase <laughs> while his mom. parents are not? Just don't tell mom. <laughs> we have uh, right now. We've got we've got a lot of things on our plate, and uh, we gave it a shot. Uh, we did not kill the robot. Maybe another time we will kill the robot. 
is my whole okay. philosophy on that situation. I, you've convinced me. You've convinced me, good sir. So, what do we know about this goddamn Exeter? We know that we can't trust him. We know that he's been affected by the King in Yellow. We know that he also used to work for the state police as a criminal psychologist. Let go and, recently, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Correct. And we don't really know if he's aware of his status within the agency. And a woman was in the house. At least one other person. Yeah. Honestly, it's a bit hard to get back on track with a stab wound to the neck. Yes. Whatever happens, we do not need to go uh, get into uh, a violent scenario again. Uh, but maybe... Uh, well, now I'm thinking about... Uh, maybe all we can do is do a drive-by on the place uh, to see what's happening. Definitely don't yeah. stop, you know? What if we just stay in the car, cruise around the neighborhood with our M4s, look <laughs> for that robot, hang out the window... <laughs> Put it on fully auto, go to town, and then and then pump the gas and get out of there. I love the idea of like that scene from the Dark Knight where the Joker's hanging out the window of the cop car. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Just in the suburban neighborhood. It's like a sunny Tuesday afternoon. We're yeah. definitely taking these uh, assault rifles wherever we go. I just had another idea though. Maybe I could call in the tags and have uh, the marshals or uh, the surrounding local uh, police keep an eye out for this car and to call me. Oh, yes. I don't know. We could do something like that, assuming he's not back at his house. Uh, so I will do that at the very least. Yeah. Um, I think that's the only ideas I have for finding Exeter. Did, uh, so off, off character, did we know that Exeter was friendly with Dr. Psychologist Richard Dallin? Was he in connection to Exeter? We don't know if they have any general? contact at all. Okay. We just know that he is obviously got something weird going on. He gave us the invitations with uh, the demon stamp under those invitations, which was very weird. And what did we find out about this thing we found? There's probably tons of shit in his house. Um, hmm. Besides what we saw on the doorstep, which what was that note? It was it was written in code, but um, Benji was able to cipher it on the spot, kind of. Yes. Yeah. Uh, give me a moment to find it. I can reread it to you. Um, I'm just uh... it mentioned Abigail for sure. So he's got something going on with this king in yellow, the pale mask dude. Who knows? Maybe he's been to the night floors, but whether they, he knows. Uh, the well, we saw no one else leaving that house, but there were people inside. So it could be that there is a connection to the night floors in this house itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In which case, we go in, we close all the doors, and we burn the place down again. <laughs> I say we do a drive by on the spot, just not actually shoot up the spot, but drive literally drive by it. Uh, and I don't think it would be we very well could just find the face already burnt down because we didn't mm -hmm. call it in, you know. True, true. I'm uh, I'm dropping like in the uh, in the roll twenty. 
uh, what it said. You wrote in the roll 20. Yeah. Dearest M okay. made the crossing with a strange little man called Mosby. All is well. The towers of gold are magnificent. And Yetel is a wonder. Say hello to V for me. Abigail is here. Wish you were here. Yeah. As you guys are kind of going over this. Actually, everyone make me a sanity check. Fuck. <laughs> Can't even handle Don't words. Worry. You can't even Thinking handle words. Problem. Success. Successes. Oh, ooh. Benedict oh. fails. Benedict, what's your charisma? Very high. Fifteen. It's his best stat. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. All he's, the talking he's done. He's a all the successful negotiations he's brokered. <laughs> Did you try negotiating with a robot? <laughs> <laughs> um, Benedict, I would like you to add a new bond onto your bonds. Ooh. I would like you to give it a. We're going to call it a. We're going to round down. Round down rule. Always round down. Give it a seven. And under okay. the name of that bond. Yeah. Under the name of that bond, please put Benji Potts. Yes, I was thinking of this. These fuckers saved me, dragged me out of the yes. shit. This should mm. be a bond. When you go through certain traumatic, this is a mechanical thing for Delta Green. You go through certain traumatic things with other people, with your teammates, you can trauma bond with them, essentially. Trauma wow. bond. Benedict, At having this... heard what Benji did for him. Um, Benedict, he has a rough exterior. You know, he plays hard to get, but, you know... There really is something there. He definitely, you you guys, your relationship has has changed a little bit. Not so much Benji's to Benedict, but definitely Benedict's to Benji's. And it has John, nothing to do with who was the big spoon and little spoon last night. <laughs> John, can you can you go ahead and deduct one point from your bond for not thanking me? No, no, that that's coming up. All that's right. coming up later. Yeah. In fact, Benedict. In a, in a little bit of his on his way back from the bathroom in the middle of the night it kind of cuts to him getting back into bed and kind of cuddling up to Benji real, is this high, real close is this real canon? close it's definitely canon this is real this is not one of our shenanigans he cuddles up real close even after all that blood loss his arms are so big and strong you know like they're just so comforting he gives him a really comforting hug he's Benji I couldn't have done it without you thank you he whispers in the ear Benji farts in his sleep. <laughs> All right, let's get back on track. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, so... That's the kind of game we're playing now. That's the kind of game we're playing now. Yeah, so you guys are... What are you guys doing now? That So you, you've kind of... What have you guys settled on? What are, you, what are you thinking? I think we're definitely going to do a slow drive uh, to see what the status on the house is. And you should also keeping call out. your contacts to keep an eye out uh, for... The local law enforcement, at the very least, yep. the marshal's office, to keep an eye out for his car intact. Like you're going you're gonna to put, like, a, a bolo, which yep. is which is a B on the lookout. Um, yeah. You're going to put a bolo out for him. And to contact me, pull him over if you see him, and keep him there, and contact me. Like, Ooh, just okay. do that situation where they just have the lights on, they sit in their car forever until someone else shows up. 
<laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, so you uh, you put that out like that's not a problem. You're able to get a hold of your guys back at the marshal's office. They put out the bolo in Boston. You know, they say that he's in the Boston area. Yeah, so you guys are heading back to back to the neighborhood um, where Dr. Parvis is at. He's in uh, Medford, Massachusetts, which I assume is close to Boston. Um, and you guys make that slow drive by. You know, Benedict, you can't help get a little bit nervous as you guys get near this place. I mean, you guys are still really busted up, you know, especially you, Benedict. You literally have this huge, unsightly bandage on your neck. He's got players. a he's got a foulard on. He's got a big old neck scarf happening. Is that is that what it's called? A lard? A foulard. Well, that might be a head lard. scarf. That's a new one on me. Okay. Yeah. You've got a, you've fresh. got like a you've got one of those big hipster scarves yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Just have like, and he wears it, it gracefully. Of course he does. He's waving um, out the window. <laughs> you so you guys, so you guys, as you guys are hanging out the windows, uh, scanning the periphery with your M4s, uh, as you drive through this suburban town, which I assume you're not actually doing. As you guys cruise by, you see. Um, is Hank still driving, or Benedict? Are you? Or sorry, Benji. Or Benji, are you? Are you driving for, for Benedict? Yeah, Benji will take the wheel. As you guys cruise by, you see a you see out on the you see some telltale smears that are now browning um, on the sidewalk and in the pavement. Like maybe there was a spot where where the car was parked, where there's a little bit of pooling. Hmm. Um, of you know what is that's that's a that's good old fashioned hundred proof Benedict right there. Um, as you guys are going by, you look at the front door. You remember how I said that it was just blown off the hinges? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looks fine. Looks like nothing huh. ever happened. So, that doesn't make any sense. If if a team came out. To contain the situation, why would they replace the door but not clean out the blood? Mm-hmm. Roll me a, I would say probably, probably an alertness for whoever's eyeballing out the, out the uh, car. Then sixty-six critical. Nice. He sees everything. Sorry, my dogs are going crazy. I see through the house. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it, everything. I see everything. Just so, the matrix code going down everything. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, sorry. I, I hope you guys can't hear my. Dogs. I can't hear but, anything. The okay, noise cool. filter is good in it. Thanks for the filter. Thank God. Um, Hank, you're the one. You're in the passenger seat. I guess you know, like kind of looking up, and as you see, you see that. There is this weird spot where there's a bit of a like said, a bit of a smear on the uh, on the sidewalk, and as you and you see that there's like as a critical as well. Imagine you had taken. Imagine like a bad Photoshop, where someone had 
taken and like tried to edit out something. Mm-hmm. But instead of it being, but there's like a, a really harsh line where between the sidewalk and really like on the and the like path up to the front door, there's this harsh line where you what you would call probably like the bounds of the property is just like the blood is cut off and there's no blood on the walkway up to the steps the step that the uh, creature that the mechanical creature stepped through and broke is not broken there is no evidence that any violence occurred on the property yet off the property some evidence still remains My instinct doesn't say, yeah, like what Benji said, that doesn't seem very... I point this out to the Zerunlines. This doesn't very well look like a Delta Green cleanup. We just burn everything, right? Yeah, just... Actually, can Hank go ahead ahead and roll that uh, sanity check for me? As, uh... Wow. Okay. <laughs> as, as he as realizes that something success. unnatural is that okay? Two. You take no wow. damage. Uh. Yeah. Okay. So f- this whole fucking house is just weird. Just like the goddamn apartments. Oh, wants to go. What was that? Benedict? How do we approach this thing safely? I'm I'm not scared. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, part of me wants to go in. There's obviously more to discover in here that would lead us closer to Abigail. And the, but we cannot get in another tussle with anything in the state we're in. We need oh, to find and, Exeter. And by the way, real quick, I feel like I do need to ask. And you you do see that Exeter's car is in the driveway. Oh. Well, that was oh. important. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have mentioned that. <laughs> that was important. Okay. I, I, I do need to All ask right. you guys, do you have... What do you guys have for kit? Um, after what happened last time, are you guys just armed to the teeth? Yes. Uh, yeah. I, have I think that M4. M4, side, large pistol. Let me look at all my shit. I have basically all my shit I can possibly have on there. Mm-hmm. Um, spare magazines, flashlight. Benji uh, is wearing body armor things. this time. I... Benedict too, I think he would learn that lesson. If there is, was there body armor, or did we yes, not have? You, you got, you guys have body armor. Okay. Uh, All right, I'll tell you this. You also have um, trench coats that conveniently can relatively conceal large weapons. Relatively. Joe, could I just say I have all this? Like this is stuff I copied from like my uh, profession. I would have at least access to. But could we say I have this in the car since I have access to it? And I knew I was gonna. The stuff is it on your sheet? Yeah. Uh, let me let me just take a peek at it. I mean, you you're gonna have most of the stuff. Most of the it's not anything crazy, but I do have like some cool stuff, like a yeah. ballistic shield, a halogen forcible entry tool. Yeah, hmm. like which is basically just like kind of like a big old crowbar. Yeah, uh, pepper spray, ballistic shield, throat mics, body armor and vest, knee pads. Yeah, I mean, I think you've got. <laughs> Fire retardant balaclava. Uh, love that. Um, awesome. 
I think you probably have, because you specifically, I think you probably have one set of, like, full-blown tactical fucking armor. Every okay. The other two have access to a Kevlar vest, like a bulletproof police vest. You guys also have FBI jackets and that kind of stuff that you had from a few years ago. You still have your old IDs, stuff like that. You have some shotguns that came from a creepy bookstore that wasn't there and then was. Um... What about uh, the antique tomahawk from Michelle's house? I have that on my character sheet. Do I have that? Would you have brought that with you? You answer me. 100%. 100%. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. I really want to go in this place, but we cannot. I, I, I can't go in. I have bad news. Yeah. I think I lost the throat microphone that you gave me. And I'm sorry, I didn't have time to look for it. It got lost with half of your throat. Uh, my... Did you, <laughs> yeah, did you check it's... up your butt? <laughs> Do you have another one? <laughs> Do you have another one, Benji, if I didn't like you so much? The, the <laughs> Hank, you and Benji look at each other, and there's a quick flashback to Dr. Brinovic pulling the throat mic out of the hole. Oh, God. Where, oh, you know, like, as he's like, he's like, yeah. oh, what is this? As he throws it into the waste container. Oh, <laughs> You guys tell me what you want to do. What I kind of want to do, I don't think Hank would do this because it'd be kind of unethical. Kind of want to just use Benji's, uh, what is it? Uh, what's the skill that you use to find the mob boss? I mean, the mob black market doctor, black market. Find some roughnecks and just like pay them to be our muscle. <laughs> That is an and interesting into idea. The awesome idea. idea. But we can't have the if once they get the in contact. I got some money. Uh, I, I will tell you that you would think it's like okay, that's not a bad idea, but you also know that you need to contain the situation. That's and what bring, I'm saying. Bringing more eyes into it. That's why I said it would be unethical because we'd have to off them afterwards. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, I suppose so. <laughs> Uh, I can wait till he leaves. As long wait. as we're mobile the whole time, Benedict <laughs> will insist on not not being in one place at one time because he doesn't well, trust that. Fucking if we wait till machine. he leaves, my plan would be to pull him over. I'm guessing I have like a light I could put in the dash cam, our dashboard. Pull him over. Arrest him, we take him somewhere, interrogate him. What's left of him to his sanity. It's not bad. Okay. Yep. Alright. I would just say that Benedict is going to encourage us to be incredibly cautious and not be near the neighborhood, not be near those woods, and try yeah. and intercept him elsewhere. Is there a way we can draw him out? Because he doesn't know that we broke into his house. Unless he has cameras. So like, I'm thinking we could call him and set up a meeting that might cause him to leave the house. Like, we could sort Should of Should we choose. leave him a note? I have a notepad right here. Should we leave him a nice little note? Uh, we do have a way to contact like a... him, right? No, we have the satellite phone that goes to like an A cell or something like that. 
and doesn't contact him, even though he's our handler, which seems odd because we did have, we could contact the other dude directly. I guess we just gotta um, post up then. All right. We could ask the neighbors for his phone number again. <laughs> uh, because unless, that went uh, so well. I would uh, say have not. We could try that while we're waiting. I mean, if, if you really want to give it another go. No. Uh, no. Benedict. Benedict has been scarred. No. This, like, big bandage on his throat now asking him for tea. He's got a beautiful foulard. He's going to come back with tea. the big... It's me again, and he's going to be a bit more gruff. No, I don't think that's going to be... It is shocking it to me that Benedict has a 15 charisma. Shocking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, given what happened thing. two episodes ago, yes. Yeah. That's his whole thing. Um, Alright. Y'all want to park, like, not next to the house. We just have to see if he leaves the driveway so we can park down the street. Yep. Yep. Alright. So that's the plan. You guys are just going to sit down the street and touch. And, uh, I think so. Alright. Okay. Um... You guys, uh, you guys sit there, and you sit, and you sit, and you sit. You are, you're far enough away to where it's like you don't really have, like, a super good look on what's happening to the house if you're going to be down a little ways. Um, after a little while, you do, um, or, like, as it starts to get dark and street lights come on, pardon me, and whatnot, uh, eventually you see... Dr. Barbus, he comes out. Um, he has in his hands uh, what looks like, like as he's coming out, and again, this guy's wearing exactly the same set of clothes that you saw him in the first time you ever saw him. Um, he comes out and he has this Thinky. weird, he has this like, uh, this weird book in his hands. Um, and it's just like, it's covered in stains. It looks like it might have been like bound by hand or something. It just looks like it's in tatters. And he's I saw that got eyebrow it. raised, John. I'm just thinking it's human skin. It's human skin bound, king okay. in yellow. And he's he's walking out, and he's like got his finger pressed to it, like he's reading as he goes. He like you know he's like fumbling with his keys because he's so transfixed in the book, you know. And he gets in his uh, he gets in his Ford Explorer and backs out of the driveway and begins to head out. What do you guys? That's him, Taylor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, as we go, I say, let's wait for him to get out of the neighborhood to a, I don't know, do we want a more public place? Probably not. More Definitely private. Not. Uh, and we Edge force him into the car. Yeah. And Two people cover, and one person goes and get him, gets him out the car. If he even stops. Bag kit. Always. Right on, brother. We might need you to do some of the heavy lifting there, Benji. Uh, I can hold a gun to him, and maybe Benedict should, you know, stay in the car, be the driver. Stay in the car? Yeah. I, I reckon I can handle him. That fat ass is probably 95% Arby's. Easy. Jesus. <laughs> Easy on the Arby's. That's, uh, listen, say what you want about the crazy guy who almost got <laughs> killed by a machine, but... You know how many times we've had Arby's and... How dare you say something like that. How very dare. <laughs> Alright. So you guys are following him. 
Yep. And okay. as soon as we find a less populated area of wherever he's going, try to pretend like we're police put on the little uh, light on the dash. How how long are you gonna how long are you guys gonna follow him? Like are you gonna see where he goes or are you just gonna wait till you get out a little ways and then and then light him? I don't really want to wait to see where he goes. Our, well, uh, should we? we I might be think... telling him for a while. I don't think so. Let's say but... first isolated place we see. Mm. Where's driving? Benj. Uh, uh, Benedict, because he can't do any of the. We don't really want him in the line of fire doing anything physical, so. It makes sense. Right? Okay. okay. Uh, Benedict, uh, roll me a luck roll. Oh. Just a D100. You want below 50. You want 50 or below. That's a 95 over 50. You guys are following this guy. That's an unlucky roll. You guys are following it, and then you do not, like, he seems to be, everywhere he seems to be going, seems to be fairly well-traveled, uh, trafficked by both, by either pretty heavy vehicle traffic or by pedestrians. Like there's like even though it's like it's kind of in the evening, it's just kind of getting dark. You see a good bit of both, um, hmm. and you don't know how easy it's going to be to put him a bag on his head and arrest him. Um, if you still want to pull him over, you're just not sure you're going to be able to do it surreptitiously. What do you think? Should we? Uh, I don't think we're going to get a spot. To get him secluded, should I just overtake him and force him off the road at this point? Well, no, we don't want the cops looking for us. We are the cops, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> we are the cops. Why are we going to be looking for ourselves? <laughs> Maybe this is a sign we should see where he's going now. I'm kind of intrigued. But, of course, if you two... Uh, I could go either way. But I am a little uh, intrigued to see where he's going every day. I've learned to be a little bit more cautious. Uh, you get wise to this, Hank, when you reach my age. You get wise and you get cautious and you become slower. You start act. hitting things you don't know with jackhammer with sledgehammers. <laughs> uh, okay. You want to try to tell him. just... Yeah. All right, you you want, guys... We want to try to pull him you... over, right? Is that what we decided? Uh, we're just, we're just gonna keep following him, right? See where he goes. Yeah. See where he goes. If we well, get an opportunity, that role. Then... What I'm saying, what the role means is we're not gonna get an easy opportunity until yeah, he gets his get destination. Lost. Yeah. Yeah. So we eventually, keep him. eventually, you guys make it to a little bit of the shady side of town. Um, there are. It's a mostly kind of industrial area, or like semi-industrial, semi-commercial area. A lot of places look like they've been, they're not doing business anymore. Graffiti, you know, and uh, broken glasses, or broken glass in old buildings and stuff. But there, uh, you, then Barbus's, uh, Dr. Barbus's Ford Explorer pulls up to a, um, a business that does look like it's still succeeding in this area. Um, it is Big Al's Junk and Scrap. Um, Barbus pulls up to the uh, he pulls up to the to the door or to the gates that have a big chain across them 
and he uh, he starts he's like patting his pockets and eventually pulls out a ring of keys and starts putting keys one by one in the lock until it opens um, he then pulls his Ford Explorer in the gates leaving them open behind him did he lock his car he drove the car he pulled in. In, in with him Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, Can we get a sense if he if we were noticed? I want to do a, some yeah. type of check. Alertness, probably. Failed for Benedict. Uh oh. Let me see. Oops. This failure for Benji. Success. Fifty-eight under. 86. It's always it doesn't. On. It doesn't seem like he noticed you. Um, the other two guys, you don't know. Hank, you feel like you, you guys have done an okay job. Um, so are you guys going to follow him in there? Do you want to do it on foot? Do you want to do it just pull in behind him in the car? Let's pull in slow. I don't think he saw us. And maybe we can... Luck will still be on our side. Let's just go slow down the pathway in the car. Yep, let's do it. Okay. Yep. You pull you pull in behind him and um you I you know you like turn the lights off. And at some point in time his lights are still on. Um at one point in time you see like you kinda get behind and this is like this is a big scrapyard. It's got all sorts of stuff, you know, it's got like one of those cranes with the big magnet, you know, and stuff like that, and cars that are piled up, you know, four or five cars tall in these big piles. You get to you get to a spot where you think that Barb's car is, and you see that the car is sitting there, uh, headlights and everything's still on, and the driver's door is open, and you don't really see Barb's. I've got a plane, boys. What if I crawled in the back of his car, and when he got back in, put a gun to his head, and ooh, <laughs> told him to follow you I like that. I like that. I'm worried to let you go but i love the idea i think that's a splendid idea especially since i'm not in the car with that crazy fool especially <laughs> that it won't be me <laughs> uh but i do think that's a great idea because i don't want to be wandering around here and he's got more uh spider uh engines crawling about this junkyard so okay. let's go with that this could go horribly wrong but i think it's oh, fine no uh, oh, I've got something for you. You should take my fire retardant balaclava. Oh, sure. <laughs> that means a lot. Don't I know how much you love that. Always no, wearing it around the hotel. I mean, just as one does. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so, so, what is Benji going to do then? Gonna... Just crawls like this. Like like yeah. <laughs> Before you go, also take take a black bag and these wrist ties, and you take my speedo. Yep. He'll, I care um... for you deeply. I imagine that Benedict does that thing like from Zoolander, where he takes the speed he takes the speedo off without actually taking his pants off. He just <laughs> he just pulls it out. Well. And we will follow you if he gets going, or we'll be back are, here. Are, so, so are no, you guys you, waiting in the car? Like, you tell me what he's, you're Yeah, do. he's going to tell yeah, yeah. him to follow us. He's going to hold the gun to his head, and he's got to follow us somewhere. 
Okay. Okay. I think it's the plan, right? Yeah. Where's he gonna follow you? Uh, Benji, before you go, uh, (laughs) as much as I like Arby's, I don't think we will be able to get much out of him, man. (laughs) Neither Uh, the time nor the place. Do you just know any? Uh, does anyone know any sketchy spots around here? Maybe abandoned warehouses or something like that. Or didn't we uh, have a safe house at one point? So canonically, the location of the murder board where you guys have all your info uh, is like an abandoned construction site. Yeah, we'll take them there. All right, Benji will take off his shotgun and assault rifle and leave those in the car so he can actually like maneuver and crawl. He will take okay. the black bag kit, stuff it in his trench coat, and army crawl over to Exeter's car and attempt okay. to get in the back. All right, you do. Uh, you well, like make me a stealth roll. Probably a good mm, use. I was worried you were gonna say mechanic. that. Oh man, it's dark. It. It's dark. It's dark. Oh, it's get dark. Some bonuses on that. Okay, give give yourself plus twenty. It's pitch I'm fucking black in this place. I have to roll under a 30. Plus 20. Failure. Hard fail. Yeah. Not a fumble, though. Um, As you go and you open the... um, You open the door to get into the back seat of, of the Explorer, and as you do, you hear, Hey! Hey! Oh, and fuck. you you turn and there is Agent Exeter slash Dr. Barbus, and Thanks. he has what looks like a, uh, I mean, God, he has what looks like the, like handlebars from like a jet ski or something, <laughs> like, like he's like you know he's like holding them and like he's like got him holding them like uh, cordwood in his arms, like he's got a, an arm full of parts and stuff. Uh, he's like, I say, so Benji just yells out, Hank, I need a hand. Benedict, and turn on the lights to the car, and I'll put the M4 up. Try and stun him. Okay, you guys turn the lights on, and he's now full on, like, in the headlights, and he's like, he squints his eyes. He's like, what the hell? What the hell? What? What? Get, get down. And um, Drop what you've got. Or you want to say something, Benji? What? Molasses, is that you? Right. Drop what you've got, you off-brand Mad Max mechanic wannabe, and step towards the car. What, what are you? What are you talking about, Benji? Escort, Mister, or should I say, Doctor Barbus, to the car? What? And he—he's like, he like he like drops all this stuff he's holding his hands up he's like did you did you look in on me what 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 is this and benji will walk uh around behind him and pull out his pistol and put it to his head and be like walk this is i don't know what the hell you think you guys are doing i i just i just told you everything i knew that was all i told you i less talky more walky (laughs) (laughs) all right you uh he he does this he's like he's like i don't he's like i don't know what this is he's like they somebody must somebody get to you no brother we got to you 
Now get in that <laughs> fucking car or I'm gonna blow your brains out. He's like, we were just, he's like, it's like, it's like, who's, who's at the Dorchester then trying to figure out what the hell's going on there? Is he, just, is he not moving? Oh, he's walking. He's walking okay. as you, he's, he's, he's bitching as he goes. He's bitching and complaining. He's like, he's like, this is, it's like, this isn't right. This isn't right, guys. Like, you're missing, you're missing the point here. Um, Benedict nudges Hank. Go, go give him a hand, pat him down. We don't want any stabby surprises. Yeah. Pat him down. <laughs> the, the telescopic the blade in. comes out of his pocket. Ha ha! Stabby surprise. Stabby surprise! Oh, uh, let's put zip ties on his hands and a black bag over his head. Is, is he like I'll, complying or do we have to force it? He's relatively complying. He's like, he's like look, I, I, I know that it's hard to trust anyone in this job, but you're, you're, you're missing the point. It's these people are missing and we have to figure out what's going on. And he's just constantly you shut the hell justifying up. himself. Then she pulls a roll of duct tape out of the black bag kit. Oh, nice. <laughs> Slaps it over his mouth. Fantastic! You you fucking you duct tape his mouth and uh, who pats him down? Hank, I guess. As you pat him down, there's this sound as you pat him down. It's like this crinkly, crumply sound, and it's everywhere you pat him. It's like what the fuck? Like what's what's all over this guy? And as you like reach into his pockets, it's that yellow legal pad paper. Each one of them crumpled into a little ball, and you realize that. Not only are his pockets full of these papers, he's got them in his clothes. Like, he's literally got these little crumpled bits of this yellow legal pad literally from his pants, like inside his pants, right up against his skin, all the way up to the top of his shirt. Like, he's some type of weird... I'm not... Don't take this wrong way. Like, he's some type of weird scarecrow, like, filled with stuffing. Now, he's still a man. But he just like uh, that. He's got these. I was like, how will we take that the wrong way? <laughs> yeah. that, would you think that he might actually be, be some weird scarecrow? Somebody's <laughs> got a trigger happy finger for um, scarecrows. Uh, so, but as you as you look at this, I mean, imagine Hank. You're like, what the hell? Like, you unfold one of these, and you see, you see those words. You see the words that, you know, you've heard Benji maybe mumble something here and there, and you, I don't know. Like, I feel like this point. They, Hank probably instinctually looks away and he's just like, like, this isn't good. It says, have you seen it? Like, some of them say, have you seen it? Some of them have little lines of poetry and stuff like that, and yeah. Benji, if you get a look at these, this dude has all sorts of snippets of the king in yellow, of the play itself, all over his body. He's like, literally, like, stuffed his clothes with does he still smell rancid? And he smells gross. And oily. And oily. And gasoliney. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Benji, why All don't right. you see? I'll secure him in the vehicle. Uh, why don't you check and see if you can find that book out of his car or anything else he might have had in there? Yeah, Benji will search the car. Yeah, uh, sitting over there on the passenger seat is this tape bound like it's only bound with like a mixture of masking tape and like clear scotch tape 
um, and you open the front, and it's it's very obviously a photocopy. And across right the front of the front first page is Ars Goetia, mm-hmm. uh, which is the book that you guys ran into twenty years ago that contained several uh, that contained methods for interacting with or summoning demons. Um, oh, it, it details basically you guys remember Demon Web 101? Mm-hmm. It has the contents of Demon Web 101 printed within, obviously photocopied from somewhere else and put together in this book. All around the margins are what looks like Dr. Barbs's uh, what it looks like the handwriting that you've already seen, the handwriting that you've already identified as Dr. Barbus in blue ink in the margins across everything else. And there's another set of writing in a felt-tipped pen that's unfamiliar. Um, yeah. Can it is. In his house. Can Bennett check if the page is missing, the person page? Oh, no, it's in there. Okay. There's all, um, all sorts of these things in there. He doesn't find anything else in the car? You, you, you th- well, if you... Th- to inspect the book, you're going to have to take some time. There is other stuff the, in the car. The car, oh. yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, it's Benji doing this at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I assume you have Benji's looking at it. Um, uh, hold on, I just lost my spot. Yes, so in the back, Benji, you open the back trunk of the Explorer, you know, the back hatch, and you see, and there's a box there and it's a old kind of cardboard box the kind that you would stuff files in and across it are written the words evidence comma fbi white plains comma right a comma 10 august 95 and you recognize the box that you delivered to the fbi back in 1995 after you had compiled the evidence that you guys had found uh, interesting because he never he never returned it to the organization well you guys gave it to the FBI it looks like he got it from the FBI. oh okay you and sitting on top are uh two big uh one is like on looks like on a piece of like lined school paper and the other one's on what looks like a um a napkin you see these two uh these two diagrams uh diagrams of complicated looking machines uh one is labeled as i believe is labeled a scriba e s c r i b a uh, and I actually have, I think I have something for this, if I can find it. And the other one says, L E A O. Um. Ooh, you... mm. Anyone want to roll a quick, or Benji, since you're looking at it, roll me a quick intelligence check. It'll be a success, 47 under 75. 
you believe this is Portuguese. And unless you're mistaken, that means uh, lion. Leo means lion. Yeah. And escriba means scribe or writer. Hmm. Uh, I'm putting two diagrams on your board here for you to check out. Um, Whoa. There what? There is one. Sorry, I'm trying to find the other one. So I thought there was a picture for it, but maybe I'm incorrect. Um, and also, as you're looking at this, one of these, uh, this diagram that you're seeing here of the writer or the scribe looks to be made off of the um, looks to be on a piece of napkin from the Gateway Bridges restaurant which is the restaurant where you um, originally mm -hmm. met with the Barbies you vaguely recognize the diagrams marked Leo, I mean, if I'm mispronouncing that, or Lion um you recognize them as as a uh, diagrams of something that you recently came into contact with. Friendly neighborhood. Mm. Wow. Forest Walker. Have so, you uh, posted the diagram of the Leo yet? I don't have yeah. it. It doesn't exist. I apologize. Oh, just the scribe. Okay. Yeah. But it's the scribe says Leo over it. Okay. Oh no, the scribe says Escriba. Escriba. And uh, there's another diagram with the line. Okay. So, but I'm just saying this diagram you're showing us has Leo and blue on it. Does it? Yeah. Oh, whoops. Okay, so no, this is the one that you recognize then, uh, and Escriba is the one that you don't have. My mistake. Okay. Huh. So, as you guys are, as you guys are looking at this, and you know, just this realization again. Benji, you would lose some sanity. You would get, take us some sanity damage, but you're immune to helplessness sanity damage, so you're not going to. Nice. So, yeah. So, what do you do with this as you're looking through the back of this? And Hank, I imagine, is, like, shoving Barbus into the back of the Explorer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to put all this stuff. taking a chance to, like, hit him with a shoe as he's getting pushed into the van. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put all this stuff in the trunk. The chunk of your car? Yep. Okay. All right. Um, what are you guys going to do? To the safe house? Yeah. Or right. the, the construction site. Didn't we burn we that? Weren't we, we got a little paranoid? We burnt that place? Or at oh, least Benedict did. Maybe Benedict did in his mind. Okay. He's like, this place is gross. I'm not coming back here. Yeah, burned we in that burn sense, Exeter's car. Burned. Well, are you going to throw Exeter in the back seat with one of you guys? Yeah, Benji's going to sit take, back there. Are you going to take his car? Oh. You tell me. Sorry, I misinterpreted. I thought he was going in his own car. No, I think we that just was leave the original. Car there. Yeah, that was the original plan. Um, I think now we're just going to all ride together. Benji'll sit in the back seat with him. Pistol trained on him okay yeah i don't see any problem with leaving his car there we just got everything of importance it would seem out of it okay all right cool 
Um, you guys, uh, as you leave, are you gonna like, are you gonna do anything with this car, or just leave it right there, or are you gonna lock the gate? Thinking as we you could, go? we'll lock the gate. Okay. Um, yeah, you guys, you guys go and you make your way back to the location of our mur- murder board um, to an abandoned construction site. You get down in kind of the bowels of this place. It has a basement level, which is where your murder board is. And you can probably find a folding chair to strap uh, Dr. Barbus to. And, uh, you know, there's that. Which of you is going to whip the bag off his head with a flourish to reveal the three of you standing there? Benedict will do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Benedict, as you do so, <laughs> like you... Like he's uh, taking a tea cozy you, off. <laughs> uh, you tear your stitches. And I need you to take one uh, d four damage as you do so. Benedict whips the bag off. Benji's like, "Oh, you're finally awake." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Good job. Jesus. All right. You. Uh, all right. So yeah, one of you. You know, Benedict. You you jerk the bag off his head. He's there. He blinks in the light. You know, there's like one of those construction lights there, like on the tripod just like shining at him and you guys are standing there and he's like he's like you guys you guys are all wrong you, you guys you I don't know shut up you blubbering asshole do you want to see something and he shows him the stab wound in his neck he's like what the fuck happened to you this is your work what the fuck are you doing in that house I don't know what you're talking about he slaps him Okay, uh, I'm going to quickly reference the healing rules. Uh, and let's see. I don't know if it's a check for slapping. It's more okay. a, an action you're gonna more than him, anything. You're going to give him a flavor slap. A flavor slap. Encouragement. <laughs> All right, give him a flavor slap. And he's just like, he's like, he's like, what? He's like, I don't know. He's like, listen, while you guys are fucking around here, what's really going on? What happened to our people is out there. At, at the Dorchester. Yeah, it goes to sit down. That's not. Uh, that's not. That's the way it's not gonna fly. Um, what? What exactly were you doing in the junkyard at the dead of night? I I was I was just collecting things that I needed. For what? Exactly. Why would oh, you I... need the handles to a jet ski? I just I need to repair some stuff at my at my house. And uh, uh, have you seen this? We've been to your house, all right, Barbus. We know what you've been doing in there. What you've been I, I doing did... in there is what has caused. Uh, he points to uh, Benedict. You did that to him. What? And he's, he's looking at you guys, and he's just like... And he just starts struggling. He just starts struggling against the zip ties. He's like, let me out of here. Let me out of here. I, it's, I, have, to, I have to get back. I, and he's just... He's like, he's like, we don't have time for this. I have, I have shit to do. I, it's the Delta Green, they need me to... And he's struggling and trying to get out. He's like, I, I need to... I, I, I have to... If, 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 I, if I don't get back there... I then I, I can't I have to 
I have to do more writing. I have to write more. I and he's struggling and rambling. Benji reaches um, into his shirt and pulls out one of those pieces of legal paper and he un, unrolls it and it's like, "What does this mean to you?" I, I, and he's like, his eyes are like like swimming in his head, like they're just like they're going all over the place. Like he can't. He's like, "I have to, I have, to, I have to write." For the machine, the the machine. I have to, I have to write for it. I have to make more. I, I oh, he's just. God. He begins like foaming. He's gone. There's another machine in there. This, I turned to the side to the everyone. I was like, I wonder if this scribe has been telling him to make this crap. Hmm. Who else is in there with you, man? You're living with a woman, a lady, a lady friend. No. She been helping you? No, no. I I just have to, I have to get back. I have to, and he's like, he's like literally like jumping around on the, with the chair now. Like he's like, he's tied to the chair. He's all like jumping toward, like hopping with it toward the door. Maybe he'll have a heart attack and we won't have to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to persuade him. I'm going to try to calm him down and say, listen. We understand we've all been exposed, more or less, to these things. You can talk to us. We've seen some shit, too. And I'm going to try to do that tactic with trying to, like, uh, not frighten him as much, I suppose. That makes All right. sense. You can you can try. Okay. Let me, let me see what you got. Critical eleven. Wow. Critical nice. success. Nice. He looks Time at you. To get one. And he looks at you as you're standing. He's like, you've ha- you you've you've seen you've seen it. Uh, he puts a hand on his shoulders. He said, "Yes." We just want to help you, but we need to know... Then you know I gotta get back. You know I have to feed the machine. You know. All we know... What we know is we need... What is inside that house? Because we are going to have to go in there and... uh, I found it. I I found found it in the... I I found it. I found the diagrams, and I, I built them, and they gave me the instructions. Where'd you find the diagrams? In the night world. And who gave them to you? I I, I, I just found them. They were they were there, but they were they were for me. Like this, this is how, this is how I. This is my this is my contribution. And how did you get to the night floors, in the night worlds? He knows how. You know how. And he looks at Hank, like, kind of pleading. He's like, you know how. I have to get back. I have to get back. We're going to help you, but who else is in your house? Nobody. Nobody's there. Nobody's there. Just me. Well, sometimes. Sometimes there are other... But it doesn't matter. It's just me. They, They come and go, but it's just me. We're not gonna, he's gone. How do you turn the machines off? I've, 
I, uh, they, I, I, I can, I can tell you, but it's, it's, it's complicated, but why would you turn them off? Why would you turn them off? Well, we need to know how to turn them off so we can make sure nobody turns them off. We gotta beef up those defenses, you know what I'm saying, brother? Get back to me one. rolled a critical success. That's fucking I would, amazing. I would give you something on this. All right, but because he rolled a critical success. He said, he's like, uh, uh, come here, come here, come, come closer. Benji leans in for a kiss. <laughs> he, he plants a, a wet one right on your mouth. Um, he... I'm trying to find something here real quick. Okay, he is going to... He leans forward to your ear, Benji, and he begins to whisper into your ear. Would you be so kind yeah, as to please roll me one of them quick sanity checks? Yeah. The roll 20. Sanity. Here we go. Wow. What'd you get? Um, what did I get? Oh, fuck me. I got a fumble. That's amazing. A crit, then a fumble. Yeah, man. You get all the all the good luck. Alright. I need you to make... So first of all, I need you to roll a... a 1d4. This is the amount of sanity damage you're going to take. Okay... D four. That's a fucking four. That's four. <laughs> Amazing. Would you like? To, would you like to deflect? Honestly, Joe. No. You're gonna. You're gonna take this. Is this gonna put you over an additional threshold? Mm-hmm. All right. I think it's interesting. Why would you not deflect? And I, as a player, want to find out what the fuck happens. Well, some two two things are going to happen. One, you are going to go uh, what we like to call temporarily insane. As you uh, roll me a d3, just slash r one d3. Okay. Uh, or you can roll a d6. R one d3 two. Alright, uh, you know, at first, Benji, you guys are watching Benji, and at first he's like, what? He's like listening, but then he, but then his face is, his face relaxes, but then Benji, you start to, you start to panic, and you push away, and Benji reaches out and smacks Barbus right across the mouth, it just punches him square in his mouth. Oh, shit. As he freaks out, he's like losing his shit, and he begins to violently beat Barbus. Oh my uh, god. Um, Hold up there. Yeah, Easy I want man. you guys to roll. I want if you guys are gonna fuck with this, I want you to roll a dex check. Yeah, I think to we stop, have to. To, to oh, stop him, right. to see if you can get out to see if you can get between and uh, so I failed. See, that's a failure. Get off him, man. 
Actually, no, I'm going to say Benedict doesn't even get a chance because your oh. dex is naturally less than Benji's. I like to so think Benji, that Benji would Benji's normally have the jump. Like, he's not like, there's no emotion on his face as he's committing this violent act and he's just like whispering over and over. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Um, Benji, go ahead and roll me a D100. 32. Go and roll me a d12. He's bringing us down this rabbit hole of madness with dice. Uh, 12. 12? 12. Give me a moment. Um... Hank, you go to reach out to Benji. You're like, Benji's like, he smacks Barbus. He like jacks him straight in the jaw. And Benji's eyes are wide. Um, oh, uh, we'll, we'll cover that in a second. And then he reaches for his pistol. And before you can stop him, Benji pulls out his pistol. Blam, blam, blam. Oh, Jesus. Barbus three times in the chest. What? The chair falls backwards. Barbus's like mouth twisted up into this big, big smile as he and he doesn't even move as his like his head hits the concrete and the three gigantic holes in his chest are just like there's a few quick pumps as his heart, you know, just like goo 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 goo. And you guys are just standing there. And like Hank, I imagine you're like just short of getting your hands onto Benji, and Benji's just standing there, wide-eyed, pistol out, just breathing hard. Hank tries to like slowly lower his arm, and possibly kind of take the pistol away from him. Yeah, um, Benji, you are suddenly, with the elimination of this nearby enemy, you are suddenly kind of with it. Holy shit. You realize that you have gunned down. Uh, You realize you've murdered this guy. I mean, obviously, he wasn't a great guy, obviously, but you have blown Agent Exeter, Dr. Elias Barbas, away as his blood spreads out all over the concrete slowly as the smell of gunpowder like begins to permeate your nostrils. Benji's just, like you said, breathing hard and he's just kind of like he's frozen there for a second and he's just like I had to do it he was gonna kill us all I had to do it he'll drop the gun and like turn around towards Hank and Benedict kind of like shocked like Benedict goes in like gets him into a hug like come here, come here man and Benji lets him hug him. Yeah, and, and he doesn't hug him back. He's just in a complete state of shock. And Hank, you're standing there. You're kind of like holding. Like I imagine, yeah, you reached out. And you like kind of, you know, you pulled the, uh, Benji's pistol down, but also was kind of taking it from him. You're standing there holding 
holding the pistol, you feel the warmth of the recently fired firearm in your hand as you look down at Agent Exeter, at Dr. Elias Barbas. I had to do it. I had to do it. Um, okay. I guess, uh, Hank is just like, uh, try to keep him calm, Benedict. Um, and Hank will dial up, use a satellite phone, and then dial up, uh, the Delta Green, the A cell, whoever it goes to. It rings. It rings a few times. Hello? Exodus has been dealt with. We're going to need a cleanup crew at construction site address. Received. Move on to other elements that may have been contaminated. Search Exeter's place. And then return to your original mission at the Dorchester. Understood. Phone hangs up. And you know what? As you guys are sitting there and Benji, you're like kind of in shock. Like maybe tears are beginning to go down your eyes. You realize you have an epiphany. You have a you have a sudden moment of realization that you think you know how to turn those machines off. Thank God. I was about to say, I hope he heard that. <laughs> um, please add a new skill. Carcosian Clockworks. What? Wow. That's oh, fucking shit. awesome. So he basically knows a spell. <laughs> or a ritual or something. <laughs> that is fucking awesome. Which means and you're... Make, and, and make that a 35%. Ooh. Which means you are right eventually originally days when he says probably wonder if it's like some kind of carcosian machinery yeah 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 but guys i think that's a pretty good place for us to stop a little long on this one but uh little it was worth little it. bloody little bloody and, and like and i'm yeah. gonna have to look up um because you inflicted that violence you murdered someone while in a state of temporary insanity and i'm gonna be frank i actually don't know if you take the damage from murdering someone. Well, if it's win-win. Insane while it happens, it's a win-win. <laughs> Good thing you went crazy. We made some great progress this session. Yeah, these man. have been the, my two favorite episodes so far. Yeah, me too. <laughs> these me two back to back were great. Yeah, this is absolutely crazy. It's, it's, it's a wild ride, that's for sure. Man, all right. Man, anyone listening, watching. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining all of us. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed these. Yeah, these last two have been really pretty good. Uh, if you if you like what you're hearing, go over to like go over to our Reddit. We're at r slash greenboxgaming. It's kind of our headquarters where everything gets kind of put together. We're on the socials and whatnot, and all the links are there on Reddit. Um, if you like what you're hearing enough and you're thinking, hey, I'd like to hear that a week early. Um, man, you know who is hearing these things? week earlier our patrons and over at patreon uh if you head over to patreon.com slash greenbox gaming underscore uh for three bucks you can get these a week early 
Uh, we're trying to add some, trying to come up with some stuff to add for the patrons to give them a little extra, little extra juice. Um, including, uh, if we get an opportunity to include some new characters, I know we're already doing the uh, character creation episodes are going to be patron exclusive. So uh, yeah, consider that. But otherwise, gentlemen, thank you so much. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, that was excellent. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, we will catch you guys next time. Duck <laughs> man bone. Chuck Bambone is here to, to end the to end the stream. Whole lot of dude. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye bye now. <laughs>